Hey there, I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop, which is taking place on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer to sign up. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to identify simple solutions and systems that will make a massive difference and ripple effect inside of your center. I'm going to help you create efficiency where you need it most and understand what is causing your school to feel so hectic and where those big pain points are. We're going to clarify your center's priority system to improve this summer. I'm going to show you how to audit those systems. We're going to define your desired outcomes, and you're going to leave the workshop with a simple plan that will make huge impact. And by simple, I mean very simple. No complex, no multi-step processes. Super, super simple. No one has time for long things. No one has brain capacity for extra stuff. We need simple things that have massive impact. Go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer, and I'll see you there. Welcome to the Schools of Excellence podcast, where we have conversations about education, leadership, and building a school of excellence. The goal on this show is to bring you clarity, up-level your mindset, and give you practical strategies and inspiration so you can show up with confidence and trust your decision-making. I'm Khani Wolshansky. I'm a mom of four under 10, a former New Yorker, and been in the early childhood field my entire life. And I'm so grateful that you've joined me for this conversation. On this podcast, we often talk about gratitude and appreciation. We have a whole episode, episode three on this podcast called The Gratitude Matrix. And this topic of gratitude is a huge part of the Schools of Excellence framework. Today, I want to share with you a new perspective on gratitude, a whole new way to approach this topic. As we get closer to the end of the school year, the academic year, this is often a time of pausing and reflecting. You see, gratitude is very much associated with a whole host of physical benefits, including better sleep, less fatigue, less depression, and lower levels of systemic inflammation. Gratitude is an important factor in developing and strengthening relationships. Grateful people tend to express more acts of kindness and other forms of pro-social behavior. You see, this is what's really interesting to know. Human beings are wired to have a negativity bias. And self-gratitude is a way to change this tendency and emphasize all the things we are grateful for that are direct products of our life path and everything that has brought us to this particular moment in time. Self-gratitude is very different than gratitude for others. When we do self-gratitude, it's a practice of self-love and self-recognition that gives us the opportunity to take a moment to reflect, to appreciate and accept everything that we've been through on the journey of life until today. Writing a gratitude letter to your former self can provide you with the inspiration to continue to grow and move forward, not only in setting intentions and achievable goals, but also in finding your why and the motivation to achieve them. So now I have a question for you. When was the last time you took time to thank yourself, to actually thank yourself? If you're like me, it's much more natural and comfortable to thank others than it is to stop and thank yourself. 
You see, I know you're listening to this and thinking, thanking yourself? That's self-indulgent, ridiculous, and unnecessary. Why would I thank myself for things that I have to do? Here's why. Writing a thank you letter to yourself can help you see how far you've come. It reminds you of the things that you overcame and how much you've grown. It highlights qualities that you possess that you don't necessarily think about all the time. This letter highlights what matters to you, what you're passionate about, and what you dream of in the most sacred part of your soul. Writing a thank you letter to yourself is this opportunity to pause and appreciate who you are and where you've been while providing inspiration for this next stage of growth. So here's the thing. While this practice can seem so simple to write a thank you card to yourself, there is nothing easy about this. This is a powerful exercise that should not be taken lightly because the insights that you will pull from this are profound. So now that you understand why there's power and impact in writing a letter to yourself, let's go into the how. How do you write a thank you letter to yourself? Well, step one is set aside at least 30 to 60 minutes where you can write without being interrupted. Number two, pick a place where you would feel relaxed and comfortable, whether that's in your bedroom or the patio outside or the beach or going into the forest in nature. Pick this place where you truly feel at peace. Number three, Use a pen and paper. And here's why I'm encouraging pen and paper versus computer. Writing letters to yourself are important to build and as a regular practice. Research has shown that the general act of writing by hand promotes quite a few physical and mental benefits. Mental health charities have shared case studies of how writing helps normalize people's feelings and allows them to process them in different ways. You see, while we're more connected than ever digitally, we're actually more distant than ever. More than 9 million people have reported that they either always or often feel lonely. Chronic loneliness can have a negative impact on your mental well-being, with those individuals more prone to depression and increased risk of high blood pressure and heart disease. While the handwritten letter to yourself doesn't fully replace sitting opposite someone eye to eye, toes to toes with a cup of tea or coffee, there's an element of deeper connection that is present when you are writing. And this is why I really want you to encourage yourself to sit with that pen and paper. Number five, choose your salutation and voice. So this is interesting, okay? Some people feel more comfortable starting writing out their letter with dear self versus other people like to write, I am thanking myself for X. So choose the way that you really want to begin this letter is another step in this process. So let me pause for a second and review the first five steps. Step one, set aside the first 30 to 60 minutes where you can write without being interrupted. Step two, pick a place where you feel relaxed. Step three, use a pen and paper. Step four, choose your salutation or your voice. Okay, that was actually four steps. I mixed up the numbers. <laughs> Step five, start writing. Okay, this kind of letter really feels awkward at first, okay? So you might want to begin with a bullet point list of things where you're thanking yourself for 
you know, different things rather than jumping into these complete and grammatically correct sentences. What's really important in the writing process is you don't edit while you write. You write and then you edit. So refrain from judging your process because there is no right way to do this. Okay, I know all of the educators and perfectionists that are listening to this. You can't mess this up. Just write. And number six, be specific. The more specific you can be, the more impactful this exercise will be for you. You see, I want you to really consider which of the following statements strikes you as powerful. Okay, I'm going to give you two examples. One is not specific and one is specific. So example one, dear self, thank you for being strong. Example number two, dear self, thank you for always managing to dig down deep to depths that I didn't know existed so you can find the strength to carry on. Like when the pandemic started and you didn't know how you were going to work from home and homeschool your children, but you took it one day at a time and you did it anyways. Notice the specificity in the two examples. One is we're just being statics. Thank you for being strong. The second one is giving color and shape and visual imagery to what does it mean when I am strong? I want you to think about all the different topics that you can cover, right? You can thank yourself for things that you've done, for changes that you've made. Think about all the challenges that you've overcome, the good decisions that you've made, the lessons that you've learned, the risks that you've taken. I want you to think about the character traits and qualities that you have learned to evolve into, like being kind versus being nice being a good listener, being protective and loyal and encouraging. Thank yourself for gaining confidence in yourself, for stepping up. I'm going to share with you a few more really specific examples. Dear self, thank you for failing, for all the times that you didn't get the opportunity that you thought was yours. When you thought that something was, this was going to be the thing that would work for your business, but it didn't. For every single time that you failed, You've learned how to do it better next time. Thank you for failing. Thank you for getting things done. Even when they're not perfect, you keep going. You keep pushing to get things done, to improve as you go along. You've never given up. This is what your life is about. Thank you for supporting other women. Your personal experiences of overcoming challenges and adversity have led you to lead a life of supporting others who are going through their own challenges. You've realized that seeing others, especially women, when they succeed, this leads to your own happiness. Thank you for being an advocate and a voice for other women. So these are just some of the very specific examples and sentences that you can construct as you're taking the time to really thank yourself. I want you to be gentle as you do this exercise. You may shed a lot of tears as past hurts are revisited. Losses are acknowledged and you're confronted with the proof of just how much you've been through and how hard you've had to work to get to where you are today. Growth should be celebrated. You deserve to be reminded of how unique and wonderful you truly are. Take time today to practice this gratitude and give yourself the appreciation that you deserve. As you write this letter and you do this exercise, while I want you to be gentle, I want you to be honest. 
This point of this exercise is not to falsely glorify your personality or boost your ego. This letter is about appreciating who you are. The gratitude letter to your former self is about celebrating your growth and the lessons that you've learned. It's to gain a more positive outlook on life and also to remind yourself about the greatness and excellence that you've achieved. When you take time to practice self-gratitude, you're investing in a better and more positive tomorrow. While these letters are personal for you, and they should be, what I would love to encourage you to do is join our conversation both on Instagram and in Facebook. Perhaps you can share one or two sentences from your letter. Let's come together in community as we learn to practice self-gratitude and lead from within. Well, many of you are listening and thinking, wow, this is something I really want to do. I'm excited about trying this, this new endeavor of writing a letter to myself. I know there's a lot of you that are listening and thinking, oh, I, yeah, no thanks. And if you've listened this far, there is something inside of you that wants to try this, but you're feeling the uncertainty or you're feeling awkward about doing this. And so I just want to bring you back to step five in the how of writing a letter, which is just start writing, just start writing the bullet points, just start crafting what this is. And also the fact that this feels uncomfortable is normal. It's very vulnerable to do this. Like I shared that it might feel emotional and hard and you might have to pause in middle because whoever's listening to this, to be human is to struggle. To be human is to have loss and grief. But also, my dear friends, to be human is to experience all emotions, which also consist of joy, gratitude, pleasure, curiosity, playfulness, aliveness, excitement, admiration, it's okay. You can let go for an hour and just be present in who you are and congratulate everything that you've done. It can feel scary. I remember talking to a mom who was also an owner of multiple childcare centers and she said, I'm afraid to write down or speak up what I'm going through because maybe I'll crumble or I'll crash when I see what I'm carrying. So it's better not to acknowledge it. It's not true. That's a myth. Sitting down and acknowledging doesn't make you weak and it won't make you crumble. It will give you a chance to unleash the emotions inside of you, which is why you might cry. You might feel anger or resentment. Lean into the emotion. Don't suppress it. Lean into it. Write it out. Fully express it. It gives space for the other beautiful emotions that you want to invite into your life. So I'll leave you with this. Whether you're in the camp of, let's go do this, or in the camp of, uh, I'm not sure. I thank you for listening, for entertaining the idea. And if you do decide to go ahead, whether you join us in the conversation on Instagram or in our Facebook group and share some of the sentences, or if some of the things are deeply personal, send me an email. We'll have all the links in the show notes, cw at khani.me. I want to hear from you. I want to hear these letters of appreciation and gratitude to who you are, to the leader, to the incredible and extraordinary human being that you continue to evolve and become. Thanks for listening. 
If you are loving the Schools of Excellence podcast and have gotten any value out of it for your school, I would love if you can do two things for me. One, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And two, can you please leave us a review? Reviews help other school leaders know that this is the place to learn how to build a school of excellence. And I would be so grateful if you can do that for us. Your help and support makes this show to be able to be listened by the thousands of other school leaders all around the world. Thanks so much for listening, for giving us your time and attention each and every week. And I appreciate that you have joined us. Hey there, I want to invite you to join me for the Strategic Summer Workshop on Thursday, May 30th at 1130 Eastern. You can click the link in the show notes or go to schoolsofexcellence.com slash summer. In this workshop, I'm going to walk you through how to optimize your already efficient systems or help you tweak some ones that need a little bit more tweaking to help you enter the 2024-2025 school year with ease, with success, and with calmness. Increase your profitability, reduce your expenses, and more than anything, just help you buy back some of your time. I look forward to seeing you there.